Clayton for another Wednesday evening's instalment. We're going to wait for a few of you to jump on, but look, tonight is all about breaking how we, bad. yeah, breaking bad, breaking bad habits. And, oh, hang on a second. You're on the wrong microphone here. Oh. Hang on. No, I, testing, testing, one, two, three. It's all right. It's my fault. Oh, we're actually completely on the wrong microphone and the other one hasn't even shown up. Excuse us, people, while we quickly do a... That's a good start, wasn't it? I'll right, we're, we're just gonna have to go with this microphone here for a minute. I am gonna try and fix it in a second. I'm gonna put go onto the clay camera. But tonight is all about uh, tonight is all about changing uh, changing behaviours or breaking bad habits. Yeah. And so we're gonna dive into that this evening. As we go through this, if, if any of you have got any questions, make sure that you fire them through. Um, I'm I'm being really put off here by the fact that we haven't got what I wanted to have for the for the microphones. If the so, sound okay, maybe just I'm going to get Cub Media says good evening, Clay. I'm going to get you to just I'm going to put the camera just on you so that I can fiddle okay. around with this. Um, but you just 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 run us through tonight. We're going to be talking about breaking bad habits. What? Yes. So what does this all come from? What does it all stem from? So we were reliving probably some of our past experience, and for you and I were coaching together, and. Um, You'll be surfing along a wave, knowing that you do something wrong, but you feel almost that you don't have the power to make the change. And the reason why that's happening is because you've ingrained something and it's become a habit, you naturally default to that habit. When you... We should, we, we, okay, I'm just going to interrupt you there. We should be, we should be back to normal sound. If anybody has been on and they've heard a sound change, then... Can you just let me know? That, that, that's good. Yeah, but that was before we, we did the change. But I think that we're I think that we're good. We've got some different microphones today, trying to mix things up a little bit. But yeah, you were okay. saying. So what I was saying, often guys will be surfing and they find it really difficult to implement anything new. Yeah. And it's because they're. It's almost like a wheel. The, the first time you go into the grass patch, it's kind of like it. it runs fine but the more you kind of go across it the deeper it gets entrenched until it's almost like a, a a ridge and you're just stuck onto it like a train track and any deviation from that becomes really difficult so often the technique that we're talking about like maybe passing a cup of coffee or something is really it's a simple technique to do mm. that has really good benefits to it but trying to break that bad habit just so that you can apply that technique that's where the difficulty lies. And mm. um, so we did have a couple of people that, that that messaged in, and they were saying breaking bad habits. They saw a habit as maybe like smoking or drinking too much coffee or drinking too much alcohol. They saw that as being a bad habit. Yep. So you could change this to changing behaviours that aren't serving you. So when we had a chat to Kim Bancroft, she says that as humans we're we're kind of lazy. Yeah. We're trying to um, almost make everything automatic so we don't have to think about it. Mm. So basically, if we do something enough times, like getting in a car, you almost don't have to look for the keyhole. You could kind of just get the key and stick it straight into the keyhole. And because you've done it enough times, you know the distance and you hardly even have to look and you can get in there, bang, straight away. Yeah. So I would say that jumping into the car and starting the car, you don't even think about it. That's an automated response and it's a habit. Yeah. Now, if that was moved somewhere else, you, you might get irritated or you might struggle, then you have to look and you have to make a change. Until such time you start 
creating a new habit. So the big thing with surfing is that a lot of people, when they start their surfing career, they start with technique that makes surfing more difficult. Mm. Now, if they started with the right technique, their learning curve would be so much more steeper. But because they're learning with poor technique, what happens is they plateau out. And um, I think this is the majority of the people that we're getting on, on surf hacks and, and on the insiders is they feel like they've reached a plateau on their surfing, that the enjoyment levels kind of plateaued out. And now they're spending money on boards and everything else, just trying to find the magic carpet to take them to the next level. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And so hopefully, Alan, uh, Alan is uh, large whiskey in hand, listening to some listen, listening for some gems from you. Um, hopefully, Alan, you are somewhere <laughs> where it's in the evening or failing that. Yeah, you're actually over in the morning, UK yeah. and you just decided to start drinking. Or maybe you're over in Ireland because over in Ireland, I think they've gone back into lockdown. Yeah, and, reason uh, have to start drinking. <laughs> so. I posted up uh, the link to a video which was a backwards bicycle. Now, this is a video yeah. which you've been absolutely fascinated by. You've, yeah. you've, uh, I think every single person I hear you talking to about coaching, you say, have you watched a backward bicycle? And that, hopefully you got a chance to watch it. If not, then in a nutshell, it was basically this guy that got asked to ride this bike and they had reversed it so that when he turned the handlebars to the left, the wheel went to the right and obviously vice versa. And... He's gone on tour with this bike, speaking at different universities, and every person that goes to ride the bike can't do it because they're, they've, their neural pathways inside their brain know how to ride a bike one particular way. And as soon as this one thing is changed, everything just falls apart. So he, now here's what's interesting. Okay, When it was all switched around, how long did it take him to, to relearn how to ride that backwards bicycle? Oh, what, so it's close to two years? Well, 18 months or something? It was, it, it was a number of months. I know that, it, so his son, his son who, who's really young, managed to get it in about two weeks, I think. Yeah. And I think for him, it might have been six months. But it, it was a long period of time. Yeah, compared to the son who had kind of just started learning how to ride a bicycle, yeah. it was easy for him to switch over. Yeah. So the point being, if you've learned it incorrectly, it takes you so much longer than to have to rewire and break the bad habit. But the son who was new to it jumped on it and just learned really quickly yeah so again it goes back to do you need like surf coaching in the beginning or is it fine just to jump in the ocean and to surf as much as you can well the question is if you're learning the wrong things and if you're picking up bad habits mm. you're going to plateau out and it's going to be very hard to then get to the next level yeah but if you do get some kind of surf coaching or at least an idea of what you should be doing and feedback from like um, the Ombi Surf Hacks group or the Ombi Insiders mm. group, whereby you can post something and people go, okay, I think you're doing this wrong, I think you're doing that wrong, and you actually learn how to view surfing from a different perspective, you could then start breaking your bad habits and improving. Yeah, so I, I would definitely say that going coaching early on is, is key, because once, so from my own personal experience, Everything that I had done in surfing up until the point before I started having coaching, I suddenly found out was wrong. And so I had to unlearn well, Okay, everything. so I, I'm not going to stop you there. You can't say that it's wrong because you're enjoying yourself. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was enjoying myself. But for me to be able to sort of go, okay, I want to I be able to turn a lot how long, is, how long were you plateaued out and how slow was your learning curve over those like 15 years? Oh, the learning curve was really slow. Um, 
true in terms of in terms of plateau. I'm not sure if I ever felt like I was plateauing. I, th I thought, thought that it was taking a long time. Okay, so let's let's change it then. When you sort of went through the Ombi program, so the first thing was we educated the mind. Yeah. Then we started getting you drills on the skate ramp, so that was simulations. Yeah. And then you hit the water. How many more light bulbs have you had over that year and a half? And what was your, your learning curve and your, your surfing luck over that year and a half? The so, the, so, and the, half. so the number of light bulbs could light up a city. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like ping, 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 ping. It's just going off everywhere, and yeah. I've while I've been frustrated in this process. Ooh, okay, this is this is so cool. Okay. Sorry for interrupting. No, 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 go, go, go. You are frustrated at your bad habit because when you get yeah. the technique right, you're going. It's so damn easy. So that that bad habit is linked to your frustration. Yeah. Yeah. So I've just had a no, no, no. I, I had a little light bulb moment there, but yeah, good. It was good. Carry on. I'm happy. So, yes, yeah, so I was feeling frustrated, and there's, there's even, even now, and and more so now because I am so aware of what I am doing wrong. I, if if I go out in the water now, it's just like, oh, I knew that I was doing that wrong, but now that I've become conscious of it, I can try to, I can try to change it. So, I've learned to embrace the frustration, of sort of going, oh, like, why am I still doing this? Because I'm trying to retrain myself. To, to do it differently yep. and obviously part of that is awareness and then the other part of it is as we'll get into tonight is we can use certain techniques to start to install different behaviours yep um, so I know that you had when you were about to say something then yes so a lot of times when I coach people they don't believe me at first and they also don't believe in themselves because they, they really think that surfing is difficult and they think that they need to make a massive change in something in order to reach their potential. Mm. But it's the small things. Yeah. It's, it's not the big thing. So um, a really good Japanese friend of mine, Takeru, told me, if you take a negative and you make a small change to it, it becomes a, a, a plus. And then if you take that plus and you make another small change to it, it becomes multiplication. And it's those little changes where you see the real big improvements. Mm. And a lot of people just think that, that they almost don't believe in how that subtle thing can make such a big difference. Yeah. And honestly, from having your hand flat on a turn to having your hand there could be the change that you want to do the biggest turn of your life. It's that subtle little thing. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And... We'll bring some comments up in a, in a second. And sure. so, when you talk about the hands, I don't know if any of you have, have either sky. I haven't skydived, but I've been in one of those wind tunnels yep. that go up. And you talk about hands, and just a small action can have a huge effect on a turn, uh, on your surfing. And so, I've, I, if you've ever, ever, ever been into one, so you jump in it, your hands are flat, you're sort of fl floating around, and it's the smallest movement like that and all of a sudden you're spinning around in a circle and you go back the other way and you change direction you go the other way but you bring your hands level and it's almost like you just go wee and you stop really quick so it's such a small movement but it's so powerful and that's what it's like with all of the little things which are the behaviors that we change in the surfing yes which is why it's so exciting because because it, it, it doesn't take much to radically improve yeah um yeah no you're 100 right so we, we, we haven't got the footage, but you, you, were, you, were, you were coaching somebody today and 
what I thought was really interesting was, so you got this person to, to pop up. So this was doing the cardboard surfer. So yeah. you got them to pop up. Yep. And they did this really weird, like they, they popped up and everything was going in every direction. Bum was pointing one way, one knee was pointing the other, the other the other way, looking one way, arms one way, arm other arm the other. But then when you asked him to just sprint, like as if he was about to run and get up, everything he had was it. Perfectly coordinated. Perfect. He looked where he was going, the hands were pumping in the right direction, the knees were pointing in the right direction. As soon as I said try surf, he twisted himself sideways, feet pointing in different directions, and his ass was sticking out that way. His hand was head was down and the hands were like counterbalanced. Mm. And I was like, You're basically fighting your own body to try and move in the direction that you want to go. Yeah. And then basically the board would be working against him, the wave will be working against him, his body's working against him, there's just no coordination. Yeah. So his homework was to go out and buy a BOSI ball, learn how to balance, and then to get on the cardboard and actually learn how to coordinate your body and to get it like effortless. So I made him aware of the bad habit mm. and then he had to train it outside of the water that hopefully when he goes into the water, he will relax and try to do it in mm. the water. And I know that one of the discussions that you and I have been having over the last week as we've been trying to create some more content and, and we've been writing some more content is one of the things that you really want to be able to drive into, into people's understanding is that they already know how to surf by using yes. simple techniques that we can relate back to other things. People complicate surfing. Mm. Like it drives me nuts. It's <laughs> like if you want good balance, stand up straight. If you took, th ooh. <laughs> Here we go. I, I almost want to go get three Jenga blocks and just explain this. Where, where about some Jenga blocks? I will, go, I, I will go and get them. You talk, I want to get the Jenga blocks. Okay. I know where they are. So I'm going so I'm I'm to fill in for a second. So what we are going to do is, so tonight what we're going to do is try to get you to identify a bad habit, show you how to do that. Then, then what we're going to do is show you how you can retrain those bad habits. Because one of the hardest parts is, and, and I'll get Clayton to, this, to explain this when he comes back, is but we might know what we need to do, but then as soon as the pressure is on, so maybe we're out in the ocean, out in the sea, we're about to catch a wave, we default back to our old behavior. And so we need to be able to, to create a new behavior that reacts in the right way when, that, when, that, when we're going for that wave, when we're put under stress. And the only way that we can do that is by by using an interrupter. Clayton is now back with the jungle lock, so I think that was a pretty good cover there by me. Right. So I, was just, so. I, was, I was just explaining the process that we're going to go through. But let me let me get this out of the way. But Carve Media said, after 31 years of surfing without any coaching, it would be epic to get away to Indo on a coaching mission and be told how to do it properly. Yeah, absolutely. Which is what the, the macaroni's trips... So we do boat trips, do. we do macaroni's trips. Just as soon as we're allowed to travel, we're, we're on it. But... Something else that may open up is uh, we will want to go and do some trips to some, some wave garden pools and hopefully some yep. coaching at some of the wave gardens. Um, it's something that we're looking at teeing up in the future. So as soon as we're allowed to travel, we'll start teeing it up. Yeah. And hopefully you can do one at a wave garden near you. Guys. I know you're excited about the, the Jenga box. Just before you do, I'm, I'm yeah. going to do a couple of the comments just before okay. I get lost. I've been training to lift my coffee cup hand for a while. Uh, when I was hiding. Every time I forgot to do it after walking up, all of a sudden it happened. There we go. Yeah. What else have we got here? I'm impressed with the huge difference it makes. Yeah, I'm so light on my surfboard, it's crazy how the mind works. Even though I wanted to do it, it wasn't happening. 
and thanks for the bicycle video. Yeah, well, don't thank me. That was Clayton's. I just I just put the link up. Thanks to Clayton. I'm ripping the shore break at Salt Rock Beach. Hey, Granville. Granville, nice. That was uh, my, one of my old home breaks. Oh, it's a question for me here. And after start coaching, have you realised when you are going back to old bad habits and change it over and see what you had changed to make the, the turn right or whatever? Yeah. I'm now super aware of my bad habits and... When I'm, uh, I'm on a wave, and I kind of explained this before, when we're under stress, we default back to those, those old bad habits or those old behaviours. And so if I'm on a, a slightly bigger wave or if I'm, if I'm trying something which is a, 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 trying to push it a little bit harder than normal, there is a, a chance that I'll flip back to the old behaviour because I've induced a stress into myself. And the second I sort of finish that wave, I go, oh, damn, I did that. So, so can I jump in there yeah. quickly? As soon as you've induced stress, um, your body becomes rigid and it doesn't flow. Mm. And you almost put the brakes on your board and you lose speed. Yeah. Whereas if you relax, you're going to kind of flow through the turns and you're going to create speed. Yeah. So if you're surfing effortlessly and it's flowing and you're in a nice flow state, there's, there's often no stress and you're enjoying yourself. Mm. But as soon as you try hard, you're going to go and the board's probably just going to stall and stop. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I know within myself that one of my really bad habits or bad behaviors is I hold a lot of tension in my shoulders. I will tense up like this and it brings my hands together when I'm, when I'm, when I'm, when I'm, I got, I got like a Tyrannosaurus Rex and I have to be really aware of that when I'm out surfing and remind myself to relax my shoulders because the second I tense up everything. Yeah. And that, sometimes it gets tense, like pass the coffee. It's crazy. It's it's just a ridiculous amount of, of of tension. But it's not just when I'm surfing. I hold a lot of tension in my shoulders a lot of the time. I've even bought bought a weighted um, shoulder thing that if I'm sat at home, I'll have it on just to try and get me to bring my shoulders down. It's just it's crazy. It's just I'm sat there and all of a sudden I go, oh my shoulders are up. I need to drop them. Okay, so before we go into the jingle blocks stuff, let's just do a little um, sort of explanation or a simile or whatever you want to call these English things. So basically, what? So we've got, we got an interesting one there. Okay, so hang on, let me do yeah, this yeah. first. You do yours. So I'm gonna put, let me put this off, I'll bring it back up again in a second. I've told the bus, I mean the aeroplane story, but I'll tell it again. Yep. So if you're on an aeroplane and you're in taxi, the only way the aeroplane can turn is by twisting the front wheel and the pilot will do this and the, the, the plane will turn but as it gets speed, it'll start lifting up and then it can go into three-dimensional turning. Mm. Okay. Now, think about a kid riding a bicycle for the first time, the kid learning how to ride a bicycle. They're super wobbly. I'm bring it up. Just they, they have to learn how to get balance. And you can see the moment when the kid gets it because the bicycle straightens up and it just cruises. And it's like, okay, they've learned how to ride the bicycle. But they're in balance. In order for that kid then to learn how to turn, they have to either lean if they're going fast or they've got to twist if they're going slow. Mm. So that's something that, again, they'll start learning. And what happens then is they take that, that flat balance and they have to start learning how to go to the three-dimensional turning. You following me with this? Yep, yep. Now, can I cue the Jenga blocks? You can cue the Jenga blocks. Just bring it back to okay, this. Okay, me, me going so technical. check us out. How do you balance a Jenga block? So if you go one there, can we, yeah, we can, yeah, the we next can one, see that. Straight yeah. on top, 
and the next one straight on top, by stacking all the Jenga blocks, you get balance. Just so you know, when those Jenga blocks do fall over, it's going to be quite loud. So if you are wearing headphones, just, just, just be aware because it's going to come through the microphones. Okay, so imagine that the first Jenga block represented from your ankle to your knee. Okay. Okay, so the big bone uh, there is your first Jenga block. <laughs> the state of your okay. feet. The second one... It's like you from Hogwarts. <laughs> okay, quiet. The second one is basically from your knee to your hip. That's knee to hip. And the third one is from your hip to your shoulder. So if you get all of those in a straight line, you're going to have really good balance. Now, the problem when people learn how to surf, they bend their backs like that. Okay? Yeah, well they, that's, that's, they try to balance yeah. like that. Yeah. Okay, so what happens is someone learning how to surf, and you've seen this numerous of times, they're almost like, like this. Yep. Trying to surf. So what happens is their balance is never going to be good. And it's kind of like that kid learning how to ride a bicycle, but suddenly they've bent their back and they're going to wobble on the bicycle the whole time. As soon as you straighten your back and you stack all your bones, you're lighter because you're using your skeletal system. Yeah. Okay? As soon as you bend over, you're using your muscular system and that makes it heavy and stiff and you can't move well. So... My point being is the first bad habit that people get into when they're surfing is bending their backs. Now, I don't know if you can... So how, how, how could we identify that? So if... Okay, well, have you ever heard of the dreaded poo man? Okay, so if you're surfing with your back bent, what's sticking out at you? you My butt. You could have chosen to do that in any direction, but you decide to aim towards me. Okay, go ahead. so if I'm standing like a crab and I'm in poo man, all right, I've got really terrible balance. Yep. But if I just front on and I straighten, okay, poo man's gone, my balance is better. So basically any side on surfing is gonna make you turn from your hips. And as I bend my hips, my legs lock. So I've got no shock absorbers. Mm -hmm. But when I straighten my back, now my knees bend and the hips don't bend. So this way, when you front on, you lock your hips. Side on, you unlock, butt goes out and you wobble. Yeah. So that in itself, is its first surfer's first bad habit mm. okay and if you have got a bent back it's like a hunchback trying to run do all the exercises that normal people do they're going to find it very difficult <laughs> yeah exactly you're not going to move well and m my point being is that anybody that's starting with a side on poo man is at a disadvantage they're going to have a very slow learning curve which I feel is the natural stance that most people adopt when they very first start surfing. So right from the very beginning, you're ingraining yeah, this Yeah, what do you get habit. told? Get low. Why? So imagine if you went to, um, I don't know, a racetrack and you wanted to sprint. And as the gun goes off, the guys will say, get low and just stay low. You can't run. You can't move. So as soon as you stand up, you get movement. You get lightness. You, mm. you can get speed. But if you're really low down, you might have a good sense of balance or a lower sense of gravity, but your movements are really restricted. Yeah, John, John said, changing to front on from Poo Man has been a game changer for me. Yeah, John, yeah. You'll, you'll probably find that now your movements are so much more easier. And again, you're, because your movements are easier, your learning curve is going to speed up and you're going to accelerate your surfing. Mm. 
Yeah, absolutely. So let me just bring this one here because I thought this was this was pretty cool. This was in re this was in, re in response to Carve Media saying about going on to Indo. So agree, Carve Media. Now forty five plus years surfing, been to the Maldives three times and Indo twice, and realise how much I've wasted them. Oh, yeah. Look, basically, you got to start moving from now on forward. Yeah, yeah. Like, don't look back. You'll get depressed. <laughs> Honestly. But I it's all part of the learning curve. I mean, that's the whole thing. I mean, and, and, and you quite, quite rightly corrected me before when I said that I've been doing it wrong. It wasn't a case of doing it wrong. It was a case of the that's, hard way. Th that's how I've been doing it. And that was part of my journey. And this, it is all just part of the journey. I, I had a pro surfing career where I went with all my bad technique. And I try to compete with it. And all I did is I tried harder with bad technique. And I got lower and lower and lower scores. Right. I ended up changing my diet, going to bed earlier, and just woke up early, did more yoga, went to gym, surfed worse. How does that work? You're doing all these things, ticking all the boxes, right but the surfing board. worse. <laughs> I got boards from different shapers. So, the yeah, it's about applying the right technique it makes a world of difference so your average everyday surfer what are the so Pooman is one of the big mistakes which you see a lot what well, are it's the, probably the first thing that you can identify with that you know is wrong because it looks like shit yep but you don't know why it's wrong okay the simple fact if they were more front on you wouldn't have a Pooman so what would you say uh so Pooman's one. What are, what are the two? So we, we've got a video on Coach's Eye. We have got a video on Coach's Eye. That, that's cue this person and see what pops up. Okay. As we do it, what I'd like you to do is is to, if you, if you notice anything that you see in a lot of people, I want you to just say that. that okay. That, that how how about we do this? Like we'll, common we'll mistakes. We'll play it once. Okay. Okay. We'll play it a second time in slow motion. If anybody wants to comment what they see, and then the third time I'll say something because like there's a lot of stuff that that i see that maybe someone else won't see um so <laughs> gabe's gabe's put you didn't have yourself to coach you by that time this is when talking about your your competition time oh uh, yeah i probably would have slipped my wrists did, if did, I did you myself. have a coach i try to get coaching from several different people um like there was a South African national coach who coached me and he said, I've got to work on my bottom turn. So I just pushed harder. Okay. Didn't work. Yep. And I was like, no, no, go work on your bottom turn. Didn't tell me how to, just told me to work on it. So I, I just... It's a good bit of coaching. Yeah. Just go and, just go and fix it. So we're going to get the iPad. This, again, is footage from when I was down at Melbourne Waypool the other week. So this is stuff that I've just taken off of my iPhone. I don't know who is in... The, the, the video so if anybody's watching and you realize it's you yourself we apologize uh, well no it's uh then here's some free coaching for you okay but you shouldn't be able to recognize because everyone pretty much looks the same when they're in the wave pool anyway here we go right, so the first one just normal speed perfect okay let's cue that up and you'll do it in slow-mo again Okay, I'll try so to zoom in, oh, zoom in a little bit. So, okay. is there anything in particular that we are looking for as we as we watch this? So, anyone watching at home, they can sort of be looking out for something. Well, 
OMBI stands for Ocean Mind Body and Equipment. Yep. So what's the board doing? Where are they on the wave? How's the body moving? And what do you think's going through their head? Mm -hmm. Okay. So those are just your, your four things that you want to address every single time you watch someone surf. Okay. Um. Oh, that's cool. All right. So slow-mo, check it out. Watch the takeoff. <laughs> it's pretty funny. It's there's a movie uh, called um, Drunken Master with Jackie Chan, where, right. he, where he pretends to be drunk when he's doing his martial arts. It kind of looks a little bit like that. All right. Is anybody seeing anything out of the blue or out of the norm? I can see a mistake, and that's the whereabouts they're looking. Straight away is whereabouts they're looking. Okay, so. First of all, there's a little stress going in. Yes, so much stress. And I can see it by the arms flailing and the legs are kicking. And then the. Um, okay. So the, the first thing on the takeoff is that they're looking down. Yeah. So to me. So who, who, whoever you are who typed this in, yep, picked up on it as well. Head down looking at his board on the takeoff. Yep, got another one there looking down on takeoff. Ben, Ben Johnson, legs are all over. Was, wasn't Ben Johnson a, f a famous um, runner in the Olympics back in the day? Yeah, 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 I think so. so he must have crossed over surfing. Yeah. <laughs> Good on you, Ben. Find your sport. Oh, where have I gone here? Okay, no, so. Here we go. Um, all right. I think that mentally there's two stresses going through this person's head. Okay. The first one is catch the wave. So they stress paddle to catch the wave. The second one is stand. Okay, it's like I've got to make the takeoff and I've got to stand. So, so what happens is that they paddle so hard and they're so nervous about standing that they're not looking where they're going. They're just looking at the board and they're looking down. So if you look at that posture there, okay? So they're in a sprinter's position, which is good. And... What's happening is that the hands are pointing down and they're looking down. Mm -hmm. So if you had to teach a kid how to dive into a swimming pool, you would almost say, okay, tuck your chin under and point your hands down. So in theory, that body language is almost telling the surfboard to penetrate the water at that spot over there. Yeah. Okay. So th they're actually quite lucky that they didn't nose dive on that point. They got really lucky. Now, if you look at that back foot... They've almost got all the weight on the front foot because they're, they're, they're almost doing a handstand with the front foot. So had they had a bit more back foot pressure... Yeah, some, some, somebody, uh, somebody put that weight, weight, in the front, uh, weight in the front of the board, which is what you're saying there. Yes. So almost doing that handstand. Yeah. So I would almost want to keep my back foot on and make a triangle and have some balance and get a back arch and look where I'm going. This person has no idea of what the way's doing. <laughs> I'm just laughing at Carl Media's comment. Should Ant start a sub subsidiary coaching venture? Pombi, <laughs> pool ocean mine, equipment, that is gold. Okay, so um, basically this person's stressing out because they had to catch the wave and stand, and they have no idea what the wave looks like. So it's like trying to drive a car. You're going, don't stall, but you're blindfolded. 
Okay. So as soon as they look, they'll know what to do. They'll know how to how to surf and all the rest of it. Okay, that's what unfolds next. So as remember how all the weight was on the um, the front foot. Yep. So as soon as they stand, they straighten their back, and all the weight goes into the back foot, and the board does a huge wheelie. So there's the huge wheelie. Okay. So she just lost speed on the bottom. And if you have a look, she's still looking at a board. So she has no idea that she's just caught a really nice wave and that there's a power zone there, there's a power zone there, and she could be doing bottom turns, top turns. She's just looking at a board. Mm. Okay. Now, remember I said that most people learning to surf is like a, an airplane in taxi. Okay. She is standing at the board at the bottom of the wave. So she's surfing flat. Yep. So even though she's paid to surf this wave, like she wants to go fly the aeroplane, she's still grounded surfing flat. At that stage, she's still looking down. What are the hands doing? She's just throwing coffee cup. So there's no... Wasting coffee. Yeah, there's no coordination. Okay, so the steering's all over the place. Can you see the tension in the body? Yep. The legs are locked. But funny enough, whoops, at that stage, she probably had her best balance because the back is straight. So her balance is good, but the hands are, are making her unstable. Mm -hmm. So if she, had a, if she had just held the coffee cup and didn't spill the coffee, she would have perfect balance there. Riding on for that, she does the dreaded bend my back and lose my balance. And she decides to look at the board again. Now, this is when the poo man comes out. There it is. Okay. And her hands are about ankle high. Yep. So she's got no control over the, over the board. There she's got that, that full poo man stance that sort of the, yep. the, the learn to surf schools tell you about. Point one hand front, one hand back, and tell your board you're going forwards and backwards at the same time. Okay. It doesn't make any sense. I reckon they're trying to stall to go in the barrel. <laughs> yeah, but her back is bent. How is she going to have any balance or any control over that ride? Yeah. It's really, really difficult. Although, I think credit where it's due, she did well to, to not fall off. Well, considering that she didn't look where she was going, she did extremely well. Yeah. But, okay, so let's talk about bad habits. Okay. All right. Do you did think she's relaxed on the takeoff? Did she glide in? Well, no, there was no glide. Okay. So So it was it was panic, 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 kick, kick, yeah. kick, kick, kick. Now at that stage over here, if if you look down the wave, it's not like the wave is closing out anywhere. She's got time and it's soft and it's makeable. Yep. So she didn't have to jump to her feet. She could have glided and slowly stood up and slowly took her time and tried to coordinate that ride. Yep. Okay. Mark is uh, asking where should the hands be? Well, if you're riding a bicycle down, let's say if you're riding a bicycle down that hill, not a wave, you'd go down, you'd start leaning. Because as you go down, you start getting speed, so you mm -hmm. lean. And then you're going to steer and try to go up the top. And then you might twist off the top. And basically, you need to coordinate your board. Mm. So let, let's talk about running. Okay. Let me, let me take this off of there for a second. Okay. So... Someone, if they're going to go for a run, they're going to tie their running shoes on. When they run, do they go shoe first and then the body? 
or do they go body leaning forwards and then the feet follow? So the top half always leads the bottom mm. half. So what she's doing there, she's flat, okay, and she's by no means leading the surfboard. In actual fact, she's telling the surfboard, go up, go back, bend my back, go forwards, go back. And the amount of confusing signals that she is giving the surfboard is incredible. Yep. Okay, so basically for how uncontrolled she is, she almost needs a wider, thicker, longer board that it doesn't respond to all of her bad habits. Right. But if she could start eliminating the bad habits, looking where she wants to go, coordinating the hands, she can then ride a surfboard that would respond to her good habits. And that's the point of difference between um, the magic carpet, that, that really good surfboard. Mm. If you've got good technique, that good surfboard's going to be amazing. If you got bad technique, a high-performance surfboard is just going to amplify all your bad technique. Okay. Now, there's a question that's come through here, and I think it kind of relates to one up here as well, which I was leaving for a second, but let's... Yeah. Let's... Oh, there's been quite a few comments. Coming. Uh, okay. So, Alexandre has asked, Hi, Clayton, I would like your help with an issue. In all board sports... Snowboarding, skate, kite surfing, I'm goofy footer. Only in surfing am I a regular footer. I know it's crazy. Look, there's a, there's a couple of people like you. You're not alone. Um, yeah, so there's also, and so this brings it to, to here. Speaking of breaking habits, I surf goofy and skate natural. Should I train myself to skate goofy in order to improve my surfing? Would that take so long that I lose all, all momentum in my training? What are your thoughts on that one? Okay, so... This is my concept of it. Bear in mind, there's no science behind this. I don't know. I'm just kind of from my standpoint on it. All right. If you were to kick a soccer ball, your weaker leg is your front balancing leg and the power leg is your back one that you kick with. Now, if you're going to box, it's the same thing. You're going to stand on your front leg and get your balance. That's the stacking Jenga block is your front. Yep. And you rotate and twist and throw your punch. Yep. Okay. So whichever leg is their power leg needs to be the back foot. The stacking leg that holds your weight needs to be the front leg. Right. So by doing that, you're going to be able to move better. So whatever that means to those people, yes, you may suck at it originally, but you know how to do it because you're doing it already in snowboarding, whatever. Yeah. If you persevere you'll quickly pick it up and your um your rate of accelerated surfing is going to be quicker mm. but i think doing it the way they're doing it now they're going to plateau out because they may not know how to do it in a switch stance right it's like if i brush my teeth i'm right-handed if i change over i feel terrible yeah but it's like saying well they're already doing it in a different sport so they know how to do it already yeah you just got to keep doing it a, it's, it's a weird one because i I just I can't imagine doing one different than the other. To me, that would well. That's just saying, really hey, odd. I write with a pen on my right hand and a pencil on my left hand, and my pencil writing is not nearly as good. Stop it, change it, get used to it, and you'll be just as good. Okay, that, that's my take right. on it. Hopefully, that's kind of I don't know if it's cleared it up, but it's Clayton's perspective on it. Yeah. Uh, 
so, so question number one then is, so we're all going to have some kind of behavior or habit that we need to change. What is the easiest way for us to identify it? Like, what would be the, the simplest way? Obviously, coaching is going to be, hands down, the easiest way because the coach is going to go, that needs to be worked on because you're not doing it right. What's the next way? Filming and then watching it back? So, go, go. I've, go. I've coached enough go. people and I've pretty much coached, I start coaching them out of the water. You watch someone do a pop-up today. What did you notice about them? How many bad habits did they have? Oh, lots. Okay. Yeah. So then they jumped onto an unstable BOSU ball. Mm. What was the balance like? He was a backbender. Yeah, it's all over the place. Yeah. Okay. Then he jumped onto a carver skateboard and I had to then again teach him how to do stuff. So a simple pop-up in front of a camera will tell you how your stance is. Yeah. If you're in a sideways crab stance with the bent back, you will not be able to do the next movement. Yeah. So if you think of our cardboard surfer program, mm. we lie down on the cardboard, we've got to stand up and be in a position where we can actually I'm move. Up, actually. But if you're okay. popping up into a crappy position, you, you, you're going to struggle to move. So to, to answer your question, it's, it's pretty basic to start seeing some bad habits. Yeah. And, and also, you have the lovely... Surfhacks Facebook group where you can post your videos up of you doing it and you're going you're gonna to get some feedback. Like, hey, guaranteed you're going to get some feedback. I'm surprised there's so many people here have been watching the, the surf hacks, and they're becoming really good coaches. The mm. eyes are getting dialed in. So um, I actually think they're now enjoying seeing it and helping people. And, and this is what we wanted. We wanted people to share the golden nuggets and to, if they learn something, pass it on, tell a mate or tell a friend. So, yeah, it's, it's a good community. Use it. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> and it's saying that if anyone is being negative, we get they get kicked out straight away. Yeah, yeah. No tolerance for anybody being mean or unnecessarily spiteful or hateful. Yeah, so so feel confident in that in that you can post stuff into the group because you will get good feedback. And and as Ken's just said, anybody who's in there who's who's giving anything that's that's nasty, constructive feedback, yes, but nasty feedback we'll just we'll just get rid of them out of the group straight away. Because we want this a place to be a place where we can all grow and uh, and get better alan is uh but oh yeah goofy oh oh yeah goofy it's a natural progression you have to put your right foot forward <laughs> <laughs> nicely done uh yeah victor's put becoming aware will be a great step in change of bad habits yes yeah, so the first part of this is is the awareness phase you've got to become aware of what your bad habit is so two ways you can do it one you can either go and get a coach or two Video yourself. We've got the, the wheel. There's eight steps where you can actually test yep. yourself. So if you jump onto the, the free program on... Um, yeah, so if I put this back up again... Well, it was here. If I put this back up again, we have a self-assessment. So you have a self-assessment free training program that, uh, that you can take yourself through. It will sh show you all the different things. You get to rate yourself. It's really cool. And then it will show you what you need to work on in order to improve. So that will be some of the motor skills, some of some of your knowledge, uh, some of the, 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 the just just go and download it. It's easier yeah, than me trying to explain well. it. Just go and download it. It is it is free. You'll find it there in onbe.co forward slash programs. And yeah, check it out because that'll be amazing. So identify the there we go, the bad habits first of all. So coaching is one way. The other way is to film yourself and then post it up into Ooh. the Surfax group. So I always say if you learn something golden, share it. 
Yeah. So another really good way to become a better surfer is that if you watch someone doing something bad, don't go, hey, you're doing it wrong. Tell them what the fix is. Because by trying to make someone change, um, you have to know what you're talking about, but you also got to demonstrate it and then explain it. Mm. And in doing that, that makes you so much more of a better surfer. Yeah. So I encourage you to almost become a coach and, and help uplift someone yeah. sort of lower than yourself. You, you'll see when they get an enjoyment, they get so stoked, it actually motivates you to want to surf better too. Yeah, absolutely. Anthea's on. Anthea's put, good evening, Anthea. Video analysis to see your bad habit that you didn't know you, you, that you even had. Couple your OMBI knowledge with a video of yourself, and that is super helpful. Yeah, yeah. so so powerful. I mean, the, the reason why I am so aware of what I'm doing now is because I now have that full knowledge through the OMBI, through the OMBI program, the Accelerated Surf program. So with all that knowledge, and obviously doing these lives every single week as well as is increasing my knowledge tenfold. I would say that's the biggest difference between the way we coach and maybe the way a lot of other people coach is they don't supply the knowledge element. Yeah. So we, we I think you said this last week with um, like mixed martial arts. If you knew where to break someone's bone or how to injure them because you knew someone's anatomy yeah. and how to injure someone, it would make you a better fighter. Mm. Then if you went and trained your kicks and punches to attack the weaknesses, um, you'd destroy your opponent. So likewise in surfing, if you understand the science and then you train how to move, you'll be able to surf really well. Yeah, I've started giving people tips in the water now. I never thought I would become that person. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you, you, mega. <laughs> you, you know, yeah, I think it's good to give advice, but don't be, I, I, I also think don't be that person that gives advice that's, that's, that's not one that would never yeah, no, ask for it. Yes. Skate park looking sick, Clayton. Yeah, so if you haven't been, uh, you should be seeing the stories up on Facebook as well, but if not, then make sure that you're following it on Instagram as well, on Surf. The, the new ramp is being built out the back and it is looking fantastic. Yeah. Okay. Very, very, very uh, high. I'm slightly scared about it. Yeah, I'm a bit intimidated by it I've, too. I've, I'm still repairing my neck, so I can't go up high, but I'm very keen to, to, to get on it. So we're going to keep you updated on that if you are on the gold coast then definitely keep your ears out because we might have um some yeah i think we need to do store. a little surprise yeah. or a little surprise a little prize giveaway we'll invite say four people to come and skate it and i'll give them some free coaching yeah and so. we'll um we'll we'll also do a, do, a, do a bit of a live from the ramp as well so that you get to see it and we might uh, do a little little live sort of skate coaching session on there as well so that'd be so that'd be awesome so we've learned how to identify a bad habit next yeah. step is obviously to now change the habit. So, and so there's a, a saying, I don't know how true it is, but to develop a new habit, it takes something like 300 repetitions. To break an old one takes about 10,000 repetitions. Right. So in other words, if you learn something right the first time, you're golden. But if you learn it wrong, it takes about 10,000 repetitions. That's, that's a crazy amount of numbers. Now think about surfing. If you surf for two hours, you might get, I don't know, 10, 20 waves. You might only surf for two minutes. There's no ways you're getting enough reps in to fix that. Mm. Um, and then also if you don't have awareness of what's going on, you're never going to fix it. But if you go on to say like a skateboard, for, for example, yeah. you have so many light bulb moments and so in the same section and you can just repeat drills that do it again and again and again. Yeah. 
and within those, like, I think I've made you do stuff a hundred times. I've gone oh, and do it a hundred times. It's been ridiculous. But at the end of a hundred, it's good. The the confidence is through the roof. You start relaxing. You start breathing. Yeah. You start to understand your body, the ramp, the equipment, like um, the knowledge within side of doing something a lot. Yeah. Is is crazy. Yeah. To just be on the so to. So to be on the ramp, and you can take this whether it's on the ramp, or whether it's doing a cardboard cardboard slide, or whether it's jumping up on the Bosu, by being able to just do it over and over and over and over and over again, it allows you to to train that muscle memory in a way which you wouldn't be able to on the wave. And so by doing these these turns, exactly the same turn, like over and over again. So so for an, an entire hour, I would be at the stop, roll in, go up, turn, come back to the start again, get off the skateboard, put it back down go back down. So a hundred times of doing this and each time doing it, sort of going, oh, and as I mentioned earlier on, I hold a lot of tension in my shoulders. It'd be, okay, I was holding tension. By the time I've got to about 10 or 15, I've now started to reduce that tension in my shoulders and I've started to notice something else, which if I'd done that in the water, that would have been 15 waves. That would have taken me 15 waves to realize that I was holding the tension in my shoulder. And so that would make the process so, so, so slow. And if we couple that with your other techniques, which we'll get into in a minute, it's... Um, I actually want to bring your mind to, or your thoughts to something else. We're talking about breaking bad habits, but we're thinking of it in the physical form of like doing something wrong with our bodies. Mm. But what about the negative thoughts? Like your bad habit could be a train of thought thinking the wrong way. Yeah. Now, the way you were when I first met you doing your turns, you would stare at a spot, your body would lock and you'd drop your hand and you'd run and jump off the skateboard. And likewise, in your surfing, you, you would get stuck on a turn. Mm. And we actually had to focus on opening up your, sh lift the hand yeah. up, open up the shoulder and twist so you could pass the coffee. Yeah. So what we had to do is we had to stop you, get your mind to calm down get you to get over being uncomfortable okay. and relax. And as soon as you relaxed, you had it. Yeah. And but then you could do it in the water afterwards. Yeah. So you've kind of jumped ahead of me here. So in order to do this, so, so step one is identify the bad habit. Step two is to start by, by repetition, training in this new behavior. But then in addition to that, you also then want to have some kind of pattern interrupt, something that takes your mind away from what you would normally do and into something else. Now, Clayton's got a very unique way of doing this in the, in order for me to remember to keep my hand up so that when I was turning, it was, it was staying up. Can't get a four pound hammer. <laughs> yeah. Clayton decided that I had to skate holding a hammer in the air as I was skating. So that if I drop the hammer, I'll drop it on my head. So it's quite Mr. Miyagi style, <laughs> but it was a really good pattern interrupt. Now, obviously in the accelerated surf program, you don't give, you don't, you don't tell people to go out surfing with lump hammers. Yeah. But there's uh, other techniques that you use, like getting people to use coffee cups, sticks, this well, kind of thing. You were unaware of what your hand was doing. Mm. So by having a weight and, and holding it up, you, you were a lot more aware of it. And you know that if, if you actually kind of move that weight, your momentum would travel in that direction. Mm. So by simply moving the hammer, it would pull you through the turn. So what I try to do is I try to show you how valuable your hands were in turning and how you were dropping and locking it and 
your body was getting in your own way. Yeah. So there's a method to my madness. Wax on, wax off. Mark Mark Perez has put brilliant. Uh, maybe maybe when the maybe when the ramps redone, that should be our live session. We will see how many weird weird things Clayton can get can get people to do on the ramp that could potentially uh, involve them. It's going to have to be a PG rated. Okay, Tom's asking. Now, hopefully, Tom, you're not. Gonna, if you, if you do go out and try this, Tom, you're doing it completely on 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 your on your own off of, off of your own back. So I'm natural footed. I was holding the hammer in my left hand. I've got the clip. We should bring it up. Oh, yeah, but I haven't got it here on the on the. I've on got the, it on, on my iPad thing. somewhere. We'll we'll find that for for next time, of me with the hammer. Yeah, Anthony Thor. <laughs> <laughs> the mighty Thor. Okay, so. And uh, Thorny. I feel. <laughs> Don't do jokes. You, you stick to coaching. Um, so we got. So, so we, we then need to introduce some kind of pattern interrupt, something for you to focus on different. And and th there's many different ways that you can do that. That could be a trigger word. It could be holding something in the water. So I know you get people to use sticks. Sometimes you get them to hold coffee cups. You get yep. them to focus on doing a certain action with it. That's all stuff that, that you cover in the program itself. Yeah. And so then. And this is what I find interesting, is what then happens, and you pointed this out today, is that people, they do it over and over and over again on the ramp, but then sometimes, as soon as they go out into the water, all of a sudden they then forget it. And it's because they're trying to load too much on one thing on top of the other. Okay, so the, one of the problems with surfing is that it's, it's, it's too easy to fall. It's like, oh, it's water. <laughs> and it's nice. Okay, so imagine if... If you were training boxing, all right, now you are surfing, going for a turn and dropping your hand. So in boxing, you would get a blood nose mm. and it would hurt like hell. I bet you, I wouldn't even have to tell you, you'd get your hands up next time. So because there's more of a pain point in boxing, the tendency for you to remember is, is so much higher. Mm. Where in surfing, it's just like, oh, it's water. Like th there's no... Um, there's nothing that causes that pain that makes you want to make a physical change to your surfing. Um, so, a, a pa but in skateboarding, there's pain. If you fall off, yeah, you, you're going to quickly learn. You don't want to get that road rash or that roasty. Yeah. So again, the skateboarding as a surf tool helps you to sharpen your senses and helps you to focus on the technique more. Yeah. It's a, it's a really really great tool. Okay, Armando's put. Uh, yeah, think about the bad habit during your session. You'll instruct your brain to make you deliver the bad habit. It's important to recognize the bad habit and focus on the good technique. Yeah, oh, so, so true. Yeah, that's that's that, 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 that's awesome. That's, we can almost screenshot that. So identify the bad habit. Actually, that that is a gold nugget that you actually there want we go, Armando. Put on a Munzee insiders and go, hey, just absorb this information. It's yeah. so good. Yeah, really so, good quote, mate. So recognizing the bad, recognize the bad habit, but focus on. I suppose focus on the solution. Focus on where, but where you want to go. We need an applause for that. Okay. I, I don't, I, oh, hang on. We might have an applause. Is this an applause? Is this an applause? Hang on. <laughs> there we go. an applause. <laughs> <laughs> applause. How cheesy. Golden nugget. I've just taken it to another level by adding some cheesy clapping. Okay. Uh, I like that. So, so, so really, that's it. So, so let's just summarise this. Let's bring it back because uh, we're sort of we're coming up to the hour-long mark here. We'll go through a couple of questions in just a second. 
So one is identify the bad habit. You can do that either through getting some coaching or video yourself, put it up in the face in the Surfax group and get some feedback there. Second point, uh, second thing that we, that we then need to do is to come up with the new behavior. What the do solution. we want to replace it with? So what is the solution? Yeah. And also, can you then add some sort of pattern interrupt to that? Something that you would do differently so that you focus on that rather than on the negative thing. And that's, yeah. that's and then repetition. Repetition is the key. Do it over and over and over again. So if you can train this on land, train it on land, yeah. and then take it out into the water. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Perfect. That's Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad with Walter. There'll be no... Filthy habits. <laughs> filthy habits of being baking stuff in caravans or anything like that. Uh, let's have a look if we've got any questions here. So John has put my dirty habit on my backhand. My eyes dropped to the board. Hang on, I've just made that disappear. And rail catches versus look at the wave. Any drills, thoughts? Have you got any drills there? Eyes dropped to the board versus look at the wave. Any drills or thoughts? That would be a trigger word, I would say there. It would probably be the best thing. That's what I was using for... I would just have it in my head what I, what I wanted, the, the, so the solution. I, I want you to strike the target. The target okay. is the lip. Um, by looking at your board, you're, you're guessing, like if I'm gonna try to hit you, and I, I don't know where you are, but this is hitting the lip, good luck with that. Whereas if you pass the coffee, look where the lip is, and then physically actually try to punch the lip. Mm. Wherever the angle of your hand is, the board will follow. So yep. if you're punching 12, the board's going 12. If you punch, my mass is really bad, one or two o'clock, you, you're gonna go there. I'm digital, maybe punch, the clock. Punching punch all the time. Yeah. I do believe actually that a few, in one of the lives a little while back, we were talking about triggers before, tr trigger words before, and somebody, was, they had the issue of looking down at their board and they, they drew a set of eyes on a piece of gaffer tape and they stuck it onto their board and they knew that if they ever saw the eyes, then they, then, then they, then they, that instructed them to then look up. So it was like, that was like their, okay, awareness, I need to look up. Oh, okay, so John, another thing. I feel that you're rushing. You aren't taking the time to go up to your target and hit it. You're, you're turning probably prematurely. So you're just looking down and just turning in anticipation of where you think you are. Okay. So you actually need, that turn is gonna be one, two, three, hit my target, pivot right out of it, one, two, three. It's so much slower and you have got more time. So you're probably overthinking and rushing your turn. Okay, let's have a look here. Right. You can quickly do this. It's, I, I'm going to see how fast you, you can do this because yeah. this, this comes up time and time again. Guys, please explain the Oreo biscuit analogy. Okay, so when a wave breaks, you do that while the I look base of the wave is where most of the water is. And the, I mean, water, you your hands up. the water lifts above sea level as a swell comes. Now, the water also draws water up and then throws down. So when the water is drawing up, if you push down on the tail of your board, you've got two forces meeting and you've got the ocean behind you. So because you're resisting the tail from lifting up and you're pushing down and the waves behind it, the only possible place that board can go is forward. So by leaning back, the wave will push you forward. If you lean forward, the wave will push the board up and you'll probably nose dive. Mm. So by leaning back, especially where the wave's drawing up, 
it'll be so much easier for you to catch the wave. It requires less paddling. It requires more positioning and less paddling. Yep, absolutely. Right, uh, love that about the pain reinforcement with boxing or skateboarding, so true. Carve Media saying legends. Yes, we are. <laughs> <laughs> David Draper, my reinforcement on takeoff, once I've stood up now, it, it is now, can I see both my hands? Are they in front of me and in my vision? That helps me keep them lifted, at least to start with. Yeah, um, a really easy one for me in my backhand is I just touch my face. So it looks really cool. But I take off and I touch my face. That way there's no tension. Because I could be like this, hands in front and tense. Look at my shoulders. But that's, like, that's, that's like the way I surf. Yeah, well, if, I, if I just touch my face, there's no tension. And this way, if you watch my, my rotation, it's really easy to see. I, I could have my hands up, but up there, it's going to be really hard to turn. So I relax. This is my coffee cup hand. I just touch my face and I look. And then I hit with that one. <laughs> and I touch my face again and I look. Boom. Oh. So yeah, or, just or you hit the microphone. I never knew that you did that when you took off backhand. When there I remember go. and I get it right, it's it a little golden nugget. Little golden nugget. If yeah. you're going backhand, hand to the face. I think it's even a song called "I Touch Myself." <laughs> really? Okay, Philippe. Uh, where can I send? Where can I send videos? Just upload them into the Surf Hacks group. Yep. There's yeah, there's yeah, almost ten thousand coaches on Surf Hacks at the moment, yeah. which is fantastic. Yeah, we're nearly at ten thousand. How amazing is that? Big, I think it's one of the, the biggest surf communities on Facebook. And it is the best one. Where can we send videos? So yeah, so send them, post them into Facebook. Yep. Uh, here we go, here, any, oh, so it says any advice at the end. I struggle to grab rail on hollow section approaches, but can easily grab the rail into the barrel on takeoff. Any advice? Yeah, you've got water drawing up the face going that way, you've got a lip throwing that way. And what you're doing is you're trying to be in the middle, trying to thread the needle between those forces. Lean onto the wave and just sit on it, okay? And body surf it. It's a, it's a wall that you can actually... So lean you're saying on. lean onto it, actually physically lean you your body Drop your ass on that wave, lean on it like, like against the wall. Boom. I've got great balance, okay? You need to lean and almost like body surf that wave. It'll get your rail in. But if you're trying to thread the needle, your ball's going to start wobbling. As soon as you lean, the board stabilizes, the rail's in. You've got your hold on that wave face. So, yeah, you need to kind of lean. Um, another thing, keep your back straight, stack inside the barrel. If you drop your chin and drop your back, you'll have a tendency to drift into the oncoming lip. By keeping your back straight, you'll be able to keep a straighter line through the barrel. I'm, uh, I'm just jealous that Mark is taking off and pulling straight into yeah, the barrel. Yeah, he's finding barrels. Like <laughs> Gold Coast has been like one foot for nearly two weeks. I don't care whether it's a Gold Coast or anywhere. I'm just jealous that he can already do that. Okay. Cheers, guys. Oh, this is something that you've done in the past. Pattern interrupter. Clayton, Clayton used to hold a broom up on the skate ramp. And if I didn't compress enough, I would run into the dirty broom head. <laughs> Yeah, so okay. Anthony, I needed to so lean on the turns. So like a limbo? Yeah, and if she stood up too straight and wasn't leaning, she'd get hit in the head. So in other words, I was trying to teach her to get into a three-dimensional state, like an aeroplane turn, as opposed to being flat, trying to turn, like on the runway. So uh, the broom worked really well. That's, that's known as a broom technique. You'll find it within the yeah. Accelerated Surf program. So, uh, surfed with my six-year-old boy this weekend on a 9.2. Didn't know how it would go with 50 pounds on the front of my board, but the Oreo biscuit worked like magic. Stoked for me and my son was unreal. 
Fantastic. So I've been doing the same thing. So I've got a, an, an eight-foot soft top, and I've got a, 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 my five-year-old daughter, and I've had her laying on the front of it, me on the back. A wave comes, sort of push into it, and I just lay on the back so she can stand on the front, and she absolutely loves it. I've finally got one of my kids surfing. I'm stoked. Cool. Okay, uh, there we go. Luke. Luke. Luke from the UK. Luke over in the UK, working hard behind the scenes. He's part, he's part of the Omni team. Missed the whole episode, boys. Too busy surfing. Got to watch the replay now. Yeah, well, it's a good excuse to miss it if you've been out there surfing. Anyway, that is it from, from us this evening. Yeah, it was a good episode. I enjoyed this. It was a good one. It was a good one. And we nearly managed to get it under an hour, which would be remarkable if we actually managed to do that one week. But uh, no, We had a few technical difficulties. We got the Jenga blocks. We had microphone problems, so... Oh yeah, we did. Otherwise, so we would have hit a mark. We would have, we would have hit the uh, the one hour mark. I would have spat everywhere, but let's not worry about that. So, whatever has been your biggest takeaway from this this evening, please make sure that you put it in the comments or just put a post within the Surfax group. But if you go out there and you surf and you have a light bulb moment, put it into the Surfax group. If you haven't subscribed yet on YouTube, then make sure you do. Uh, and that is Ombi Surf on YouTube. That's where all the coaches' eye stuff is comes out, and it's stored. I think that they come out on Facebook, but then they disappear. They stay there on YouTube. The most recent one, I think, was Torren. I think we did Torren Martin, my favourite. Oh, and and oh, well, I'm getting excited. I don't know if if any of you get the the, the need essentials email, but Torren has just is the first one of his four part new movie has come out where he's travelling from Scotland down through Africa, down through Morocco, and that lot. It's uh, the first the first installment has been released on YouTube. It is amazing. I'm going to post a link into the group afterwards. I suggest you all go and watch it. I haven't watched it yet, but I'm getting ready to watch it because I'm very excited. As you know, if you tune in all the time, I very much like Tara Martin. I'm going to stop talking for a second. Clayton? Done. I'm We're done. Starving. We are done. We're going to go and eat. Guys, yes, yes, the video is sick. Don't, don't No spoilers. I'm going I'm, I'm to go watch it. And on that note, we are... We are, we are going to go. Guys, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for all the love. Share this. Tell some other people about it. Get out there. Have some fun. and Break some bad habits. Nice.